0: MJ, Sarah, what you doing? Thinking about this (laughs) conversation we're getting ready to have. Okay. Well, what do you want to talk about? Well, first we need to tell them who we are. Right. I'm Sarah. I'm MJ. And we are Bourbon.
1: And Buckeyes.
0: Hashtag. Hashtag, Shut up.
1: Tony. Shut up, Tony. I saw Shut Up Tony briefly. He had just gotten home from Cincinnati, he said. The nasty natty. Yeah. If we have any listeners from there, I mean that really, really, in a funny way. All right. Mary John has uh, something she wants to talk about, and I'm probably going to chime in. So
0: take it away, Mary John. All right. (laughs) So I had a few people ask me if we were going to talk about the renaming of Rep Arena in Lexington, Kentucky, and we decided that we would.
1: Yeah. We had a little back and forth. I really didn't want to do it because I don't like, I didn't want to risk alienating anyone however you know we also have asked folks to and we've asked folks for topics so i don't know if we're going to spend the whole show on it we might get a little crazy maybe not but
0: anyways here we go here we go here, here we go mj take am- it away okay take it away mj so for those of you who may not know i am from kentucky born and raised and i am a graduate of the university of kentucky before i got to uk the the basketball team played in memorial Coliseum and then the new stadium was or arena was built and they named it Rupp Arena after Adolph Rupp who was our coach for 41 years and set the foundation for who we are today as far as our achievements in the NCAA. Uh, We are the winningest basketball program in the country and most of us feel like he is the groundwork for that. So I'm going to read this statement that I wrote because I wanted to like it I wanted to make sure I got things across in a way that expressed how I felt and gave a little background and then I'm going to read an article that was written on the subject by a Michael Burke who is with LEX 18 in Lexington Kentucky so I'll get started I'm just going to go Okay. If you were born in the great state of Kentucky and your veins bleed blue, you are aware of the controversy at UK to rename Reparina. And if you know me, you know just how blue my veins run. Lunatic status for sure. Mm -hmm. Racism and Rupp, we were told, went hand in hand. But as I was researching the Baron, I came across an article written by LEX18 in Lexington, Kentucky. Some would say it would be biased. After all, it is Lexington. But I found it to be fair, straightforward, and offers up a side of Rupp that we, or at least I, had never been told. So I'd like to read the article and you decide for yourself. As a group of University of Kentucky faculty members calls for the school to remove Adolph Rupp's name from the arena, a spirited debate has broken out across the Commonwealth. Those who knew Rupp best or studied his career will tell you that he didn't go into the national championship game against Texas Western with a roster of all-white players by design. Before I got there in 65, he worked, then this is a quote from Coach Hall, before I got there in 65, he worked really hard to recruit Wes Unseld and Butch Beard, Joe B. Hall said from his home in Lexington. Hall spent a season as Rupp's assistant before taking the head coaching job at Kentucky, where he'd go on to win one of Kentucky's eight national championships. He said Rupp implored him to recruit African-American players not the opposite. But just because he had the directive didn't mean it was going to happen back then. Racism was rampant in the South, making it difficult to attract talented black players. How can you look a parent in the eye back in the 1960s and guarantee the safety of a young African-American playing basketball for you in the South? Wondered Alan Cutler. Cutler, the retired sports director at LEX 18 did a lot of research on Rupp. Many of his findings will be included in his book, Cut to the Chase which is due out in September. He told one story about being invited to Rupp's son's home and finding letters that had been turned over to the FBI. All of these letters threatening Adolf Rupp if he would dare recruit an African-American player in the 1950s, Cutler said of what he read. Cutler said Rupp was a lot of things, cantankerous, selfish, hard to deal with, but calling him racist may not be fair, and is ultimately for others to decide after doing their research. Thomas Payne said Rupp wasn't racist, Cutler added. Payne was the first African-American player Rupp successfully recruited to Kentucky. He's Lexington's Jackie Robinson, for lack of a better example. I spoke with LAX 18 once again, and he said, I know Coach Rupp by one thing, Payne said that day. His courage to start me with all the controversy at the time. Just because a few people say Rupp wasn't racist, doesn't mean there isn't some truth to the faculty member's claim. But if the arena's owner is going to consider or act on the request, it's only fair to examine what may have been contributed to the apparent lack of inclusion, especially as removal of his name would forever tarnish a reputation Rupp is no longer here to defend. I can't see any reason to take coach rupp's name off that building coach hawk and that is the art. so i think there's some things in there that i certainly didn't know because it was not the good side was never talked about this was all we ever heard and the revelation of some of these things almost brought me to tears as it's going to right now
1: i I can (laughs) tell i know this is a hard subject for for you and a hard and hard thing to hear i there's gonna be
0: devil's advocate (laughs) for a minute
1: this is my, my thing is, and, you know, I'm not from Kentucky. I don't bleed blue. I, I, un, I can understand the the emotion behind this. What I, what I want to point out and what I think is relevant to why this change needs to happen is it represents a time in our history, and in, in particularly if we want to point something out, in the SEC, the SEC did not allow colleges to rec- recruit black players until 1963, which is absolutely deplorable to me. And the gentleman, Thomas Paine, I believe is his name, wasn't signed until 1969. Now, I think Kentucky was a little bit better than some of the other schools in the
0: SEC about this. However, and, and Coach Hall points out that he was trying in the late 50s, mm-hmm. early 60s to, to get players, but they couldn't. Right.
1: I, and, I, and I want to point out one, one of the things that, when, you know, we're talking about, like naming things after people. And the, the person, the man that I came up with was, was Jesse Owens. And Jesse Owens was a, was recruited in 1935, 1935, by Ohio State, by many colleges. But he chose to go to Ohio State. He moved to Cleveland, Ohio, when he was around nine years old from Alabama to Cleveland. And we all know what Jesse Owens did. I mean clearly and there is the track and field stadium at Ohio State is named after Jesse Owens. You know when when you think about what he represents as a person overcoming things like racism and I, and I know just because he went to school at Ohio State doesn't mean didn't have his share of racism because there was separate student housing for black people I think there's probably you know black cafeteria you have to sit over here if you're black the, the ridiculousness of all of that stuff too
0: great of an athlete as he was he still wasn't allowed all the privileges as a general student right he
1: did not get he was, did not get a scholarship and I couldn't find any clarification that he wasn't offered a scholarship offered, he wasn't offered a scholarship and I'm assuming it's because he was black. I'm just making that assumption. However, he he did not get a scholarship. He worked several jobs to turn his way through Ohio State, and we all know what he did at the Olympics. He at the in, at the Big Ten National Championship, he set four records, and he was actually hurt when he did it. So imagine what he would have done that Big Ten Championship if he wasn't hurt. And he and he, but he also set four world records that day. It's crazy what he did. Again, it's just an example. You know the SEC is now the only conference that was bad about this. The ACC also didn't start recruiting players until the mid to late 60s and the Southwest Conference, if that's what it was, that part of the world as well it was very bad and very reluctant to, to recruit players of color for every sport. It, I, I just find it I, I know that it seems you know we Adolf Rupp is not here to defend himself. I understand that. But I think part of moving forward in the university, there are other things that um, the African American studies and the African American group that came up with some of these things. Also, they, they went about a representation of black professors and other things. And so I think that goes along with these are the things that we need to do to move forward to make the university seem more inclusive. And unfortunately, his name is going with it. Because I think his name represents the time and that's unfortunate
0: and that was my watch sorry so it re- represents the time and it's but time to move forward it is well it is time to move forward but as we were talking about before we started this all the research that I did everything that I found said you know that he tried that they were talk you know Wes unsold and all these people that they wanted to get to come mm-hmm. and the parents were afraid mm-hmm. because it was the south And does that make it right? No, but at least he tried. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you can ask people to take away something when there could be another side to this story. Mm -hmm. They need, I think everybody needs to do the research. They need to read some of these things. They need to, you know, and as I said to you, from everything that I read, and I almost got the feeling that he was taking the heat so that no one else had to, and he never said anything about. It. I had no mm-hmm. idea mm-hmm. that the FBI was involved with this. Well, you, I, and FBI, FBI was life in was threatened a lot and, of stuff
1: because of the KKK and right. hateful I mean, ass people. You no, know, I'm just saying it too. Like you know, Jackie Robinson, 1947, was playing baseball. Jim Brown went to Syracuse University in 1954 and played for the Browns his entire career through the late 50s and into the 60s. I just think it's a shame that people were not giving a chance to even get an education. i are going to go recruit this player because he plays basketball really well. We're also going to allow him to have an education. I just find it super disappointing that this was just 50 some years ago, and that we're so reluctant to move forward. And I think, you know, as white people, we need to understand that these things that have happened in the past, they're in the past. We need to move forward into the future with diversity and inclusion with everything and anything that represents any kind of keeping people down and keeping people repressed really is not acceptable. That's my point about it. And I think, unfortunately, that's what his name probably represents to a lot of people of color. It's a time at that university where they weren't given a fair chance.
0: And then I would ask them to do the research and to be, look at it on, from the other side for just a minute, just to just to say, this may not be what you think it is. And the, and the University of Kentucky, at least, has come a long way. I mean, you know, Tubby Smith was our coach. We were talking, I don't 20 years ago, whatever I it's I think more than that. You know, most of our most of our players are African American. Right. I also said, "Oh, that was nice, Gatsby." Oh, I thought he burped. No, he has his ball ball in his mouth. Um, (laughs) I don't. I think that if you're sitting in rep arena or if you're sitting at home watching the game, whatever, when those guys walk out on the floor, we don't look at them as black and white. We look at them as, are they going to win us the ninth (laughs) championship? Okay well I
1: have one other thing I want to mention is Adolph Ruff is from Kansas and he went to Kansas University and maybe that should be a good enough reason to not do this. I don't know. I'm trying to be funny. I know this is an emotional topic for Mary John. This is something like I said I really I really didn't want I don't want to alienate people I want you know my, my point that I was saying to Mary John too the other day when we were chatting about it when we decided that we'd go ahead and talk about it was I you know on my end I want people to think. About what is really the right thing to do, and and I don't know, and I get the emotional part of it, but I I, I can't I feel like this is a chance for me to to say you know think about these kind of things and, and try to to also put yourself in the shoes of people that are fighting every day to not be judged by the way that they look because you know one of the things that I can identify with is i am gay and when i walk around it doesn't say that on my forehead you don't know that about me unless i tell you that so to have to walk around with a skin color that makes you all like a target it's got to be horrifying
0: on a a daily basis especially right now i don't disagree with you at all so imagine that in the south back in that day you know i
1: think too you know i could well i could go on with this but the argument, too, is that we need, you know, we need if, if this is the case, then we need more people back in the day that were brave enough to do these things and recruit these guys and go against the grain and stand up for what's right. Just like that's I mean, I, I can't, I can't help myself because <laughs> I'm a little, I'm, I'm, I'm a minority in the sense that I'm gay and I'm a woman. And so it gives me a little bit of, I certainly don't know what it's like to be African-American, black hispanic latina um i don't know but i can only imagine because i have a little bit of you know things that have happened to me that because i'm gay and it's it's just it's so hurtful i'm
0: i'm sure that it is i mean i i don't know because i'm not so i'm but i know that there are people out there who would hurt you Mm -hmm. it's given the opportunity it's just ridiculous and it's wrong it's absolutely wrong and
1: again he's from kansas kentucky people
0: so, I'm trying to make
1: Mary John laugh. I'm trying not to be super serious no, about it. No, I this. know. I, I mean, I want to be serious about it. But, no, I But, um, you know, I, again, whatever ends up happening, I hope that
0: it's fair. And I hope that people understand, you know, yeah. And I hope that they, I hope it's fair too. I, I hope that somebody says, let me show you this. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this. Let me, you know, and that there's some conversation going on about things might have been not what they have seemed sure. to be. Right. You know, I'm I'm on record that I do not want it changed.
1: Well, I think you know, if it is change, I think whatever they end up calling it, which the going thing that I heard is Wow Katarina, is still gonna be packed, it's still gonna be the love affair, and no I don't no matter what the stadium's called, no one's gonna quit going to
0: Kentucky basketball games, you know, like No. They're not going to quit going, but it's going it, to. It's like when, when they renamed Commonwealth Stadium to Kroger Field. <laughs> I mean, seriously, yeah. that was just a sellout.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of places are doing sellout. And,
0: well, I know, and it just really, really pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Because you ask anybody that goes, and they'll tell you they're going to Commonwealth Stadium. Commonwealth they're not going to Kroger right. Field. It's Commonwealth right. Stadium. And so, you know, you get that I kinda got over. It was not over because it's still Commonwealth Stadium to me and it always will be. And every time I hear Kroger Field I want to throw up. (laughs) This would be a dagger in the heart. Yeah. And I and that's about all I can say for it. I just, you know, please look at the other side. Mm -hmm. Look up some articles. Look up the history a little bit and just keep it the way it is. Please coach Hall said there's no reason for that name to come down off of that arena. Okay. So
1: All right. Now we're gonna. Now we were gonna talk. We're gonna about, lighten up We're gonna try bit. to not be so serious and talk a little bit about. Well, there were some funny things that happened in the NBA, right? There was the story of uh, Lou Williams left the bubble down there in Florida to attend his father's funeral, yeah. and somehow, yeah, homeboy ended up at the the strip club. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I can think, you know, that's exactly what I'm going to do after my dad's funeral. Sure. let's go to the strip club. But he only went there to eat. Oh, of course, because <laughs> <laughs> that's the first place I pick to have some food is the strip club. Because they
0: didn't like what in the hell? Because they nobody brought food to the family's home. Right? No one. No one no brought one, a thing. Mm, I'm sure. No,
1: mm mm. No, there wasn't a big meal after the funeral. No, no, no <laughs> after the wake no. or whatever. No.
0: And he got like a 10-day suspension or something, didn't he?
1: Well, I think he had a quarantine because he freaking went to the strip club. What, like, what in the hell? What were you thinking about? Yeah. Clearly, it, booty. He, he was thinking about food, Sarah. He <laughs> oh, said he, he, said he
0: me. went to eat.
1: <laughs> and supposedly, somebody else, and then somebody else, um, Rashawn, Rashawn Holmes ordered Postmates. You know, like part of the idea of going down to Florida and staying at these resorts was everything's there for you, fellas. And you, it's sterile and, and yeah, this, and they're cleaning the other, constantly. Right? And then you ordered Postmates. Like, what are you doing, Rashawn? Rashawn, what are you doing? Okay, so <laughs> apparently, and I don't know if this is like a myth or some shit that somebody made up but apparently now there's a snitch hotline for the mba if you leave the bubble or maybe it was just a joke i really did i was laughing so hard i couldn't even finish reading it i'm like what in the hell is going on In the NBA, so we thought that was funny. What do you
0: do? You have anything, any other funnies? Well, these (laughs) things were just—I was just like laughing so hard. So last (laughs) night, shut up, Tony, and I went to meet a friend of ours at this place close by, and um, and we were all social distancing and we had on our masks, so we were, you know. And there was a couple of baseball games on Mm -hmm. the TV. I'm telling you what. I, they, they panned the stadium and there was one big section with all the co- all cardboard <laughs> cutouts. And, you know, these are like, these are photographs of people, yeah. you know, so it was almost like there were people there. Yeah.
1: It's, it's pretty funny. I still, I, I was, like it. and you fun. know
0: These cardboard things stuck in these seats yeah. with these expressions <laughs> on their faces, just, but you know, no sound coming out of anybody's mouth, obviously. Yeah. It was just, I was laughing so hard because I said, you know, I'm not sure if this is helps or not. In w- in one <laughs> sense, I got If the, anything, it's funny. It is. <laughs> in one, you know, in one sense, I was watching it and, you know, they were playing the game and you saw these cardboard cutouts in the background. And I thought, mm-hmm. you know what, it kind of warms it up a little bit. Kind of yeah, gives you that, you know. But then you go and hit a, a, a home, home run, run and, and there's, there's no one to cheer. Silence except for the teens. No one to... To catch the
1: ball and throw it back into the infield or the outfield. Yeah.
0: That was kinda weird. But I think it does help a little bit, I gotta say. I'm I'm warming up to the cardboard cutouts. Yeah. Well, speaking
1: of baseball too, you know, I called this, I called this in a few episodes back when we were talking about cheating in baseball <laughs> and I said, You watch, when they start playing oh, yeah. ball again, the Astros better look out. Oh, and yeah. It happened. It happened. Joe Kelly started throwing balls at people's heads, and, and ensued into this big melee, and you know, at the mound or somewhere between the the Dodgers and the Astros, and it was, it was a, a big, huge.
0: It was between bench like, clear and bra home uh, home base, and the the mound. And I got yeah. to, I saw part of that too, and yeah. I thought it was hysterical again. <laughs> Nobody in the stands, to, you know. Nobody were, booing or cheering. They were, they were like a bunch of schoolboys on the playground. Well,
1: I hope it was worth it because <laughs> Joe Kelly got it, got himself a suspension for eight games. so Ooh. um, out. Yeah, for throwing bean balls, So, um, well, I knew it was going to happen, well, and it's, it probably will happen again. It it's probably, probably going to be more. And also, uh, look, who who was it, Mary John? Um, Miami Marlins. Like they. <laughs> They have seventeen members of their organization test positive for COVID. Nobody wants to play them now. I mean this it's a it's a kind it's a shit show. Well, I mean it was a shit show to even get this season started and now it's a shit show that they're playing.
0: Yeah. Because their players are starting to opt out. Yeah. In a lot of, not just baseball, but football.
1: Six New England Patriots have opted out of the 2020 season. Uh, one of them, Patrick Chung. Like, I don't give a, I really don't care about the the Pats, but this guy is like, I'm not playing because I have a prior battle with cancer and I'm just not going to take any chances. Yeah. And who can blame them? I mean, uh, you know, they just. And 21 um, NFL players have tested positive since reporting to training camp. In so, the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> Um yeah so I get they probably didn't even let him in cuz they so they, the, they were testing him before they would go in.
0: The moral of the story is is don't go don't go eat when you're hungry don't, at a strip club. Don't go to a strip club.
1: <laughs> um and also in NFL news, all you Bengals fans, all you LSU fans, Joe Burrow fans, uh he did sign a 4-year deal for 36.1 million dollars. He will be the starter um after it sounds like he'll be the starter because the Bengals did release Andy Dalton. Oh, they did? Yes.
0: I didn't. Um, I'm sorry. I was so focused on the other thing. You've been out right. of the loop. I've <laughs> been in your Kentucky I've been in bubble. Kentucky mode, and I, <laughs> I didn't... A few things I have seen that you talked about, but I didn't know they let Andy Dalton go.
1: Well, the other fun thing, too, is um, Mike Tyson.
0: Oh, my gosh. Was...
1: um on the uh tonight show and he said that he would beat conor mcgregor in a fight (laughs) with with boxing rules not with uh what is it UFC rules yeah (laughs) and also i didn't know this but 54 54 year old mike tyson is set to return to the ring i think it's in october to face ray jones jr in an eight round exhibition exhibition match and yeah
0: and how much is that gonna net him
1: oh i didn't see that but i'm sure he's doing it for the money yeah i'm sure mike probably needs some money oh lord to get another tattoo on his face (laughs) oh mike tyson
0: oh well you know all you can do is wishing the best of luck and See what happens. I don't know what's is funnier. The snitch hotline or the, the strip Tys- club. Oh, the strip club.
1: The Mike Tyson. Oh no. Yeah, the snitch hotline is pretty <laughs> But I'm going to have to go with the strip club because <laughs> I'm having a hard time understanding how he... I'm sure it's really clean in there, don't you? Oh. Especially the food bar.
0: Sure. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you want to hang out with your family after the service? for someone that you cared about enough to go to their funeral oh, it's your where, dad where they it was his oh, father was his, oh, he didn't i they never said did that. i not say that no yes and they never said that on the new on the that's cha- what i read oh my gosh he okay. attend
1: his father's funeral oh that's what i'm saying like
0: oh dude. okay oh, i don't know we just may have It, to... it makes it even more horrible oh <laughs> Good Lord. Oh,
1: gosh. What are we going to do? I don't know. COVID, go away. Yes, please. People. Ugh. It's wreaked uh, enough, don't we think? Yes. Stay out of strip clubs, people. The food there's got to be terrible. <laughs> oh, geez. Maybe that's a myth, too. Maybe he wasn't at a strip club. Oh. I'm sure he was. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well... I'm also, keep in mind, you can follow us yes. on the face crack, the Facebook, I mean. Yes. At Bourbon and Buckeyes. And then we also have our Twitter, which is Bourbon Buckeyes. And we also have our email, which is Buckeyes at gmail.com. And tell all your friends to listen to us. And We appreciate everyone that has listened to us. We certainly Thank you. do. We're hoping to do an interview next week with my good friend, Lisa Buzinski. She is awesome
0: i think that you all will enjoy it blah, 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 blah. she is an um, athletic phenom
1: yeah she she is she is so we'll chat with her or
0: phenom i guess you yeah. should say
1: so i'm sarah i'm mj thanks for listening to us we are bourbon and Buckeye. hashtag shut, shut up tony. tony bye bye thanks for listening